up, up, Are we live? Did you go to school for all this? You guys are going to be so surprised when I talk okay, to you. Okay, okay, okay. I need to shut up. I just need to be quiet. <laughs> I, just, I am so <laughs> yo, interested. Speaking of that, hey, but yo, welcome back to Ghost Talk. It's your host, Hamza The Truth. We have here. It's your boy, Mohammed The Curious Sharif. As a matter of fact, we have a lot of questions for our next guest. Like a million. And we can't even contain ourselves. We cannot. It's you just. You guys been asking me. We've, yeah, we we've have, already yeah. jumped into it. I'm I like, think we've, oh, yeah. we've got like at least half of our questions already answered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's going to be a short one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But give her flowers because we give flowers here. Um, Honestly, well, like, she's done a lot and she's an open individual. She's a helping individual in the community. She's not a gatekeeper. Oh, there's a lot talking of about them gatekeepers, man. She's not a gatekeeper. You can go to any of her free seminars that she has. Um, But she is venturing into curing the financial aspect of our community and helping people, you know, get better financially um, and, and build that aspect of, of, of their life. Um, we have the wonderful Asiya here with, with us today. Hey. Thank you. Thank yes. you guys for having me. How, how are you feeling? How was, uh, how was the drive over? I, the drive was a bit long, but it was okay. Yeah. Though. It was okay. You know, it feels good though. It was a really nice drive. Listen to some music. Kicking it. Uh, yeah, it is. You know, there's a lot of, um, we're going to just jump right into it. Yes. I think there's a lot of um, questions that are asked on social media. Oh, you got, you going to ask that um, question right off the top? All right off the bat. Uh, go ahead. We'll go right into it. Um, That's what in, though. It's a very so good there's, question. Uh, the way I kind of see it is mm-hmm. there's a, a lot of people who think they know yeah. about finances and yeah. Um, r- they'll just speak for mm-hmm. hours about yeah you should do this and you should do that and yeah. then there's people that actually know what's going on yes. but the people who think they know what's going on always ask would you rather have and here's the question yes. would you rather have a hundred thousand dollars mm-hmm. or dinner with Jay-Z be honest Um, dealing with Jay-Z mm-hmm. oh for real yes instead, I a, instead of a hundred thousand dollars yes okay why you is know, that why okay do you know why i actually say that though because jay-z what he has to offer because you one thing that i always say is you could buy your way into getting um another person's perspective Mm -hmm. or you know someone who's actually done it so personal development is so important to me right like it's the most important thing to me so having jay-z's way of telling me like this is what i did this is how i became a billionaire because Mm. let's let's give him his flowers he's a billionaire um that's going to i would pay him a hundred thousand dollars to get that information whoa yeah i'm taking the hundred Flip yeah. the script. She said, "Give me the the, the hundred, <laughs> and then I'm hand it to Jay Z. To Jay Z to and, give and it to me because damn. I can literally triple, quadruple hmm. that." But what if Jay Z just doesn't? Feel, what if he tells you straight up, "Yo, just be a better rapper." <laughs> No, but I, like, I as well think, as really be honest. But I think also too, you need to also know with Jay Z is that he's more than just a rapper. Or saying, mm. You know, he's an actual crazy entrepreneur. He's a like businessman. He, he's yeah. a businessman. Mm-hmm. And like, let's just say Jay Z was offering a mentorship for a hundred thousand dollars, and he's telling you, "I will take you from this to this." Why there not, isn't right? nothing to lose yeah. you know personal development right. is so important, and like, scared money don't make no money. So I would mm. actually pay him. I would. Scare money don't make no yeah, money. Yes. That is the first lesson that we've learned today. It <laughs> yeah. will be um, yeah. much, much more. So um, Jay-Z is also, just to just use him as an example, mm-hmm. he's a multifaceted human being, and he does a lot of different yes. stuff. Um, he makes music. He yes. has Rock Aware, which is his mm-hmm. clothing line. He he does a lot of crazy stuff. Um, but there's within our community, there's also people who are multifaceted human yes. beings. They make art. They yes. go to school. They do this. Um, what what are some advice that you can give them in terms of just like using that to their advantage? Because I feel like you yourself are multifaceted I am. being and you do a, a lot of different stuff as well. So, you know, one thing that I could take from Jay-Z also is like the philanthropy part of what he does as well. So like when people um, because that's something of me, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a philanthropist at heart, like everything that I'm doing is doing by for good for the people type Mm -hmm. of thing so i would say just do whatever you believe to do you Mm -hmm. know there's nothing i feel like because and we're going to talk about this too my hobby turned into a business Mm -hmm. so how would you know if something that you're doing right now is something that you love doing and it's just for fun right now could turn into 
a business, you know? So like believing that the fact that you're actually, so having all of those things, but really just, you know, making yourself happy, like doing what you believe in doing. So yeah. yeah. If somebody had to say, or if you had to put a title in what you do, what would that title be? Um, to be honest with you, a lot of what I, you could say, like, I am a financial literacy and credit coach. So, like, I'm a coach. What does that mean? Like, so, if you, if you could explain to somebody who doesn't coach? understand what that means. So, f- number one, let me just introduce myself really fast. So, my name is Asia, founder and CEO of Premier Starter. So, Premier Starter is a financial growth company that mm-hmm. specializes in credit. So, everything I do is I work with individuals on building their financial growth but in the aspect of personal and business credit. So a lot of people who come to deal with me or individuals or organizations, they reach out to me because of the credit aspect of things, right? So um, we work on not only the credit part because, and this is something that we're going to dive into as well, but then, you know, your credit is a byproduct of your personal finances. So when people join my programs or when they're working with me, we're working with more than just a number. We're working with your habits, your money habits, the way you think about money. Um, because a lot of people, we were raised in, um, you know, being scared or that money mindset of not having, um, you know, like a high money mindset. Like we're scared of money a lot of the time. So when people, when I tell people, yeah, I'm a credit coach, they'll be like, okay, like what is a credit coach? I work with individuals on their personal finances with their personal credit. That's it. Simplify it like that. So yeah yeah that's amazing mashallah um so back to to go back to what you said earlier um i i'm a big fan of the practical and taking um things that you learn and things that you hear and Mm -hmm. applying it um and i also would love like just this is me if i was a viewer here and i was just watching it i would love for me to like walk away with a few stuff that i can i can go out and implement so guys Mm -hmm. get your notebooks out (laughs) I'm going to help you all out. Um, You said that there was, there was, um, there should be ways in which you should take whatever that you love to do. Yes. um, The hobbies that you have and turn it into a business, right? Yep. Um, So is there any way that you can maybe walk us through in the simplest way going from, I love to do this, right? Okay. For example, painting. I love to paint. I love Mm -hmm. to have paintings, uh, make paintings, create art, whatever it may be. How can someone go from that as a hobby to whatever it may take to finally, you know, monetizing it and making it a business for themselves. So I can give you guys an example, right? So let's just say someone is a painter, mm-hmm. okay? And they wanted to start painting and they've been painting for a very long time. They could sell their paintings. So like they could just sell the paintings on, they could start their own e-commerce store and and actually sell it, start doing marketing on it and stuff. But they could also think a little outside of the box and turn those paintings into like a clothing brand. So like you could actually go ahead and, you know, put that painting on a t-shirt and have people actually rock your clothing brand or put it on a hat or do, you know, doing those things. So I would say as a painter, there's so many things that you could actually do. You could also teach people how to become a painter. Mm. You could do workshops. You can do um, seminars. You could teach people. You could create an actual course and, you know, do an actual course on painting and, you know, starting a painting there's like seven different streams that you can do with just that one thing. So like, don't limit yourself just because like, let's just say you're a painter and you just think, Oh, I just have this, um, you know, canvas right here and I could just paint and I just want it on the wall. No, Mm -hmm. you could turn it into a clothing brand, turn it into a course, teach a class, have a workshop, have a three day master program, Mm -hmm. something, you know, you can do all those things. Growing up. Did you think you were going to get into this? Like, did you go to school for it or was it a, no, passion, actually, passion. you would be so shocked. And I say this and I say this to people and they're like, what the heck? So I actually went to school for human services um, and I went to school, did two years at Inver Hills Community College. Um, but I always knew I had this entrepreneur in me since mm. I was like nine. Mm. And I worked with my dad at his nonprofit. I did all his checks and balances. I was always so driven since I was a kid. Um, and my dad would always tell me, you're going to own a business one day. I'm like, I'm not going to own a business. Leave me alone, you know. Um, but I, uh, growing up, I knew I wanted something for myself. So I went to school. 
2018, I got into a car accident. You know, I stopped wow. going to school for a while. Um, and then I actually had identity theft, you guys. So like, Whoa. this is how I even got into credit. Um, and around this time is like when I was recognizing and realizing my mental health was like down the drain, wasn't going to school. I wasn't working like they, you know, I was out of work, out of school for a while. Um, and then I also realized that like, you know, my credit, it wasn't where it needs to be. And mm -hmm. then I had things on my credit profile. There's things that were correct, but there's things that were not mine, like credit polls that I've never seen before, accounts that were not mine. And I was very scared. Wow. Like I was like, okay, like who has my information? Um, contacted a whole bunch of people, different credit repair agencies, no one did anything for me like i was like okay no one's even telling me like the process of identity theft like who am i even supposed to talk to at this mm -hmm. point and then i started to teach myself i really did <sighs> because there was absolutely no school no program nothing so i actually paid mentors going back to the yeah. whole thing as you were saying like in the beginning your information really changes your situation because the stuff I learned from those who did it mm -hmm. was just phenomenal. So I ended up actually like paying my way through, learned from people, took courses, um, you know, did educational courses, like got certificates, did all of those things. But then also realized that there's no such thing as actual credit program in school. There's no financial literacy program in school. There is financial educator programs now but back in 2017, 20, the 2018, 2017, there was actually none, you know? So, um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. So I started off, um, 2018 took it really serious, took it so serious. Um, and then got into the whole entire, you know, getting into the credit thing. Oh. So <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit that's about wild. how I got in. I was working as a mental health practitioner for a while. And then that's why I say your financial situation affects your mental health, mm -hmm. but it has nothing to do with money, but it has everything to do with your understanding of money mm -hmm. because you have to be in a better position to feel like, you know, like stability is key. Um, and it has nothing to do with how much money you have, mm -hmm. but it has everything. So, so then yeah. with that, let me ask this then the, yes. the, the almighty question, mm -hmm. can money bring happiness? To be honest with you? Yes. And no. I will say the reason why I say it brings happiness is because it gives you that stability. Mm. It, you know, having a lot of money might not bring happiness, but then having money does bring happiness. Puts a roof over your head, gives you the luxury that you need, all of those things, you know. So, yeah. And then, no, another thing with the no part, it's like having a lot of money. You have to have those things where what makes you happy? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you, you know around your family are you around your friends like money is not the only thing that buys money doesn't buy happiness it gives you happiness right mm -hmm. because you could do things like travel do those things but then you know and gives you that stable life but then yeah, yeah what so about you guys what do you think it, mm -hmm. I, I definitely i i like to say people who, who yeah. believe money doesn't bring you happiness don't know where to shop <laughs> um but i cannot with this <laughs> i believe that 110 percent <laughs> Hundred percent money bring. I think no, he's wait. been talking about shopping no, this whole entire wait, time. Though. Speaking money. of that, you were talking about yeah. the Gucci, the Gucci, Gucci bag, bag the Gucci bag concept. Please talk about that. These people need to know. Oh my goodness! So <laughs> there's this thing that people say. Yeah. Back to things people say, <laughs> um, but it's this thing of like, don't have a five hundred dollar Gucci bag mm -hmm. with nothing in it. Instead, have four hundred and fifty dollars in your pocket. Or no, have have a fifty dollar bag with four hundred fifty dollars in it. I think it's the same thing. It's five hundred dollars spent either way. Like how is it spent? Though you still got the cash in your bag. Well, either I'm saying either way, you have five hundred dollars. Either you have five hundred dollars that you spent on a Gucci bag, or you have five hundred dollars that you're Those gonna eventually spend. Those are two different things. It is. It's <laughs> just, I just I think it's the same thing. Maybe maybe the example is bad. This is. <laughs> Maybe hey, the example yo, Ma, is I want you to clip this part, please. I think it's the same thing. <laughs> I think it's the same and thing. I Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like this is why it's, this whole thing is a great topic for Maybe I like Gucci bags. Especially at a young age. Mm -hmm. Maybe she so should educate me yeah. right now on so why it's wrong younger, and why I should buy a Gucci you, bag. When you were 15, 16, right? Yes. Before you even got your first credit line. Yes. How would you advise someone coming up? 15, 16, cool. I'm to 22. Be, I need no, that. To, no, to be honest with you, though, you need God. The and I'm gonna just speak collectively, not yeah. just on, not just with you, okay? Yeah. Collectively, what I've realized is that people glamorize the looking of mm -hmm. having money. Mm -hmm. 
instead of actually having money. Mm. So people will go and max out their cards on travel to Tulum and Cabo. Yeah. Um, and then they won't. And th- these are things that people don't want to hear. You mm. know, people don't want to hear the way you're spending your money is useless. You know, like if you cannot, I, and I always say this even to my siblings, if you can't afford it two times, then you can't afford it at all. You don't even have an actual savings or like an emergency savings, but then you're wearing a Gucci belt. That's a problem for me. So like to his point, his if, Gucci you do, bag situation. if you do have the money for it, that's okay. Like, I don't, I don't mind that. Like, that's all right. And I think the concept is what I posted because he said I posted on Instagram, yeah. but the concept was because a lot of the individuals and remember that my whole Instagram is like a business Instagram. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is like educating and really doing it. So a lot of the individuals that I'm actually like the target audience that I'm actually reaching are those that are really learning to change their money habits and doing those things. But these are things that I see on a consistent basis. And it's really sad because all of these companies, they market to individuals of color, Mm -hmm. you know, and we're wasting our money. Not all of the time. It's not waste. But like most of the time it is because you can't even afford it, you know, and then people are actually struggling um, to pay bills and to have and people are going into debt and they have collection agencies reaching out to them. But they're buying Gucci bags Mm -hmm. like it just. The math is really not yeah. math. Growing me. up in a Somali you know? household. Yeah. Was this ever talked about? No, not with my parents. Mm-mm. Was it with you? Was it with no. you? No. It wasn't with me at all. Yeah. Right. No. I not, not credit, not, you know, saving, none of that. Investments. No. It's just kind of stuff that you got to have to figure out on your own. Yeah. And even with school, like school doesn't teach you. Mm-mm. School does not teach you. Um, They don't teach you anything about actual financial education. They don't teach you about taxes. taxes. They don't teach you about nothing. Bro, IRS was after my ass. <laughs> what do you mean? I did not pay my taxes. Well, you oh had my taxes God. You need to, to contact my best friend, yeah. Ilham, okay? No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> he said I'm you good now. You need to contact now. Universal Accounting Services. For Universal all Accounting people. Services. <laughs> if, guys, if the IRS <laughs> looking for you, call the Universal Accounting Services <laughs> no, before you call anybody else. <laughs> I'm, I'm good now, alhamdulillah. <laughs> I got to figure it out. But yeah, I didn't pay my taxes. <laughs> what? I didn't know I was supposed to pay taxes. What the hell? I'm like 18, 19, oh sitting my in my cash dorm. IRS is sending me mail. Oh I was like, fuck oh these niggas. God. They're not our shit. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but I, well, I'm serious. I think about it. Be the worst assistance ever. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, time out. I was shouting some white people are the worst assistance. And yo, we streaming right now, but wait. Oh. You said some white people are the worst assistance. So my people are the worst. So my people would be the worst. Because well, well, he asked me about virtual assistance. He said, is that a real person? I said, yeah. Well, I'm not having a night. Where's Wait, the paper? You don't know what virtual assistants are? Yeah, nah. Yeah, she just explained it to me. But the fact that you didn't know that is I did not know what a virtual assistant was. So Listen, when I know something, when I really know something, well, I talk my shit. But alhamdulillah, I'm humble enough where if Look I don't know... Look at the camera while you If I don't know what's going on, I'll be the first to Look say Look at it. the camera? No, I'm talking to him. Oh. I want him to When I don't that. know what's going on... I want him to admit that to the camera. When I don't know what's going on, I'll be the first person to be like, you know what? I should know what this does, but I have no clue what I I'm the first person to admit, yo, the reason this just randomly got cut, we took a little pause. Yeah. <laughs> but we're back. What were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about um, how our families don't talk about credit. Yeah. Um, and how so my family should talk about <coughs> it more. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, is credit just a U.S. thing? No, it's like, not. Or is it inter- no. It's not? No, actually. Um, they have it in Canada. Canada, they have TransUnion and Aquifax. They have it in the U.K., they have it in the Netherlands, but the Netherlands is um, banks are usually the ones who take care of it over there. Um, they have it in Australia. A lot of places have an actual system. It might not be like Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion like the United States, but like when it comes what are, to what are those companies you just said? What do they oh, do? They're, those are the bureaus. So okay. like Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion are the three biggest bureaus. Um, there are other ones, you guys. Like there's secondary reporting agencies. Um, that are like so much. So like information had that i think you guys all everybody gets them but like you know those um pre-approval cards yeah yeah. everybody gets those pre-approval cards right it's because they're coming from secondary reporting agencies like and i'll give you guys a couple of names like sage stream innovis core logics lexus nexus and they have all of your information i like Like that one lexus nexus how are they getting our information They they have all of your information even like some things like um eviction records they have um you know any criminal records they have all of those and you could actually opt out on them so you could go on their actual website so go on the website and actually opt out so like 
there's so many there's so many different things so you can do. The question I was gonna ask is let's yes. just say somebody maxes out a bunch of cards. Yep. Their credit is terrible here. Yes. And then they just move to the UK. Oh, Would then they're starting them? over. No, no, no. For real? No. Yeah. Like it's not gonna follow you to another <laughs> country, you know. But then for the US I feel like that's why like I'm gonna speak specifically for my parents. Yeah. I feel that's why my parents never talked about it. Because they never saw themselves being here long term. And that's, you know, one of my clients, actually, a lot of my clients said that to me. So a lot of them, when I asked them, like, hey, why didn't you build your credit? Or what were you, you know, why haven't you really, like, thought about it? First and foremost, they say that they never even heard about it. Like, a lot of Mm. them were like, nobody even told us. Um, And then a couple of them were like, we weren't thinking about staying here for too long. Like, we really thought we were going to go back home. So, like, one of my clients, she actually just recently bought a home. Um, and she was telling me she did a whole testimonial video and a part of that video she said and it stood out to me was like you know I wasn't planning on staying in the United States but everything is surrounded around your credit here so yeah it's quite yeah I can't convince my mom anything about her credit (laughs) but it depends until they start to either if they want to buy a home or that's when they start thinking about it they start thinking about it and I tell people please give yourself at least a year in preparation before you start buying a house, you know, um, with your credit. Do you, f- do you feel like, like, let's talk about buying a home, right? Yes. Is there, is there a, a golden ratio of when to buy a home of like, yo, I make this much money. This is how much, this is how much of a home I can afford. Or do you think people just, I feel like a lot of people just buy purchase homes based off what the credit line gives them. To be honest with you, if you can rent right now, you can purchase a house. For real? Yeah. I didn't like, even know that. Yeah, like you're renting, uh, and I'm being so serious. You're renting an apartment, two bedroom apartment for twenty four hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and usually when you're renting an apartment, it's three x the rent, right? So like you're making good enough income. You said that like that was common knowledge. Wait, time out. It's usually three x what they would have been paying for like the mortgage so of the apartment. So that's what like if you know if you're renting a home right now, like I live in Edina, yeah. so like when we were renting out our apartment. They basically told us you have to have three times oh, yeah. your actual rent, yeah. right? So, like, if you could afford three times the rent for twenty four hundred, whatever, for two, like, and now rent prices are going up, you could afford a house. Well, I talk to All you, you really it. have to, um, and I don't know, you have to talk to a realtor or like mm-hmm. a lender when it comes to first time home buying. But like, one of my good friends, she makes sixty k a year. She just bought a four bedroom house and she's paying one thousand. 100 i think about 1100 for a mortgage so good credit you know stable income especially with the average apartments in minneapolis and how expensive they're getting yes you'd rather go and purchase i think the most part i think it's because a lot of people are not educated on buying you know i think that's what scares people and it like keeps people away from the home buying process but the state of minnesota has a bunch of classes like anybody can go and take those first-time home buyers even if it's not something that you want to do like tomorrow what do those year, classes do um they really teach you about like buying a house like the first-time home buyers program contact a realtor ask is there any resources you know so like you can in the next two three years you want to buy a house what do you need to know what do you need to have um because purchasing a house is a big deal you mm-hmm. know and then that purchasing that house could be passive income so it might not you might just want to go and purchase a duplex and rent out the other duplex and create it into like you know um another another stream of income and you have a duplex and you have good credit you have a good job somebody's actually paying your mortgage for you because you have a duplex mm. like you know and somebody's living so there's a lot of people. a lot of ways no that's yeah, thank you for answer a lot to come up on a house a lot yeah. what's up how's he trying to get a crib <laughs> uh, bro i'm in I this i'm no would survive the thing is, is i'm in such a weird dilemma where i'm just like i don't know if i want to commit to buying a crib like, i'm 26 now yeah so it's like i don't know if i want to commit to buying a crib or if i still want to be in this limbo but I keep getting the conversation like, yo, you're just wasting your money on rent. And to be honest with you, think of it this way, like even purchasing like and I just s- said the duplex thing as an mm-hmm. example. Right. You could have a duplex, buy out a duplex, live in the duplex. And that's inshallah planning on doing that. And then you could rent out the other part of the duplex. You'll yeah. be in a two, three bedroom duplex. And then somebody's really paying rent on that other one. And it's covering your rent as well. Like, I mean, your mortgage as well. So it's like you're basically living for free, you know, so. I like this podcast yeah. already. 
Right. I'm we we, go, we yo, you giving us dimes. I'm not I gonna got, lie. I got, I got <laughs> another I one. Um, yes. So, I remember this though when we were talking about families and, mm-hmm. and our parents not really wanting us mm-hmm. to not saying they don't want us to, but not talking about credit and yeah. stuff. I I remember them always talking about though like how there's riba in it and yes. how there's interest and there's this and there's that. That's So obviously there's ways around it. Yes. There so is. what what are what are ways around both building your credit yep. riba free and owning a home riba free to be honest with you building your credit riba free is easy make sure you pay your credit cards on time that's it literally if your balance does not move forward to the next month you will never gain interest on 90 percent of credit cards american express capital one chase all of them make sure you and this is another thing that a lot of people don't know when it comes to actual credit cards 30 percent of your credit is utilization right Mm -hmm. so your credit utilization accounts to 30 percent of your credit a lot of people tell you don't pass a 30 percent i tell you don't pass 10 percent make sure your credit utilization is at 10 percent put something on your credit like you know on your credit card if you can you could utilize the whole entire thing, whatever, but just make sure on that statement date is under that 10%, your credit score is going to rise and then make sure you're paying off the balance on the due date. You will never gain, like you will never accrue interest on and your What about cards. when you're pur- like when you're purchasing a home? So with the house, it all depends on the lenders that you're working with. I would say, and a lot of people have different biases when it comes to lenders. I did research on all the types of lenders um, and I've worked with a lot of them through the program. So Islamic financing, you guys, is actually real. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people um, kind of say, well, it's not. There's no such thing. But then there is contracts in Islam. The Sharia law says there is contracts. Um, And I use this as an example. Like right now, when you go to the Somali mom, Habriyat has uh, batis that she got for Jumla and she got like 12 of them, but she got it for $5 each, but she's selling it at $20. Is that Rebo? Is that Rebo? No. No, right? That's That's just like a house. That's a come up, right? So like, that's just like the house. So like a lot of these banks and depending on which ones you work with, um, you know, I tend to go through a lot of my clients go through Devon Bank. UIF is a couple of uh, another one that they go through. Um, There's some of them that I really don't know much about. But then those are the two that I actually have relations with people that are there. Um, And I've done my own research. You know, I've looked into them. I read through them. I read the Sharia contracts. I've done all of that for the sake of my clients, you know. So I think a lot of people have this misconception because they hear things or Mm. they don't know what's going on. So like they just listen to what other people say. Um, But then it is more expensive. So is it ideal? deal for someone who literally is just looking to purchase um, a home right away no I mean like you know the down payment is a little extra so like knowing what you want to do and what you are looking to do is it's for your own preference there there are there are some of my clients that just say I see it there's no way I could afford it mm-hmm. but I cannot live in a rental property anymore and this is the choice that I'm making yeah but everybody's grown and to each their own I don't really care, you know, but I give them the tools, you know, I tell them this is the type of stuff you're getting to. I'm not recommending. I just work on your credit. That's all I do. I give you. (laughs) She said, I'm not responsible for your actions. She said, for your actions. I give you what I give you. I tell you what to do. You know, to each their own. And I tag and I said, I'm going to get you that 500. But if you buy it with a Gucci bag, that's you, man. (laughs) That's your business. But this is this is mm-hmm. really what I'm the theme that I'm kind of seeing with this is yeah. the power of knowledge and understanding yeah. and yeah. information really yeah. because a lot of people are making mistakes a lot of people are you know doing stuff that are or at least not doing stuff that yeah. could potentially help change their life right and help change the culture as mm-hmm. well because if you really think about it if all of our parents coming into this country knew and understood the the way credit works in this country yes. and the way that money works in this country, we would not be living in the areas that we live in right now. Exactly. We would not be getting the education yeah. that we would not be living in the certain circumstances that we have right now, you know? Yeah. But what happened, like, they hide it. They don't want us black people to notice. Let me tell you another thing as well, though. And with just the Somali community, and I've wanted to say this out loud for a long time, mm. so I will say it. Go ahead. Well, look at your camera. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> look right into the camera and speak right into the mic. But what I did want to say is, you know, like I was actually doing a lot of research, right? Mm-hmm. And I realized like 
and it was like through african-americans things like that it was like the mm-hmm. african-american community period actually um and it said the first things first like the reason why a lot of people either fail in their business or the, the reason why they struggle even more is the first reason and i want you guys to guess on what it is mm-hmm. what is the first the first thing that you can think of why, why people actually fail they don't get like support or it's not support it's ego People don't. Yes, it is. People don't want to actually ask for help. They don't want to, you know, um, say that they're actually struggling because we were we were taught it's why mm-hmm. don't say any of that but it happens in actual communities of color too it's not only just the somali community but specifically for the somali community we need to stop the ego mm-hmm. we need to really tell people listen i'm actually struggling this is not embarrassing yeah. everybody's going through it my credit is not as good yep. And listen, we sign, you know, like, for instance, for me, I sign contracts with my clients. It's a confidentiality agreement. There's a lot of people that don't even know who I'm working with and what I'm doing. But that's nobody's business because that's yours. You're trying to change your situation. So it's like I think there is this whole entire misconception of that as well. People don't want to ask for help and they literally struggle in silence. And that's the problem. Do you have any do you have any like failures or anything that you had while you're starting your of own business course. that you can just show them that of hey it's course. normal and it's okay oh my goodness Examples. literally when i first started i the, my first company was fundamental quality credit repair y'all i literally my whole business <laughs> failed like mm-hmm. well I, it failed because this is the thing right when you're looking to start a business mm-hmm. and you're starting um, a brand new business number one nobody teaches you anything about yes. business you have to learn. So I learned. So that's why another reason why I help with like business credit and setting that solid foundation in your business. Credit repair in my business, because credit repair is a high risk, comp- like a high risk type of thing. And I wanted to do more than credit repair. It wasn't just credit repair. I wanted to do more than that. Um, I had to change the whole name. Um, Doubts. Why did you have to change the name? Because it was fundamental quality credit repair and I would get no lending like at all. Like no banks wanted to work with me. Nobody because it was high anything. risk because it was high uh, risk it was sense. a high risk industry and there's a lot of high risk industry like a lot of high risk companies i mean businesses that are like super high risk you know so it was high risk but i st- like literally stopped the whole entire company um i had no training you guys that's another thing too like people just are afraid to just take the first step like just start literally just start like you know move your feet literally start like it doesn't matter where you're starting it doesn't matter what you're doing you have to just move towards that so for me it was limited beliefs i didn't believe in myself that was another thing every single day i would talk myself out of something oh dang i can't do this because this person is already doing it who cares nobody is you and i'm, I'm talking to you just talking you, you looking at the camera now already no seriously nobody is you you know what i well, mean I like seriously like the idea that you guys have like right now if you guys stopped um doing podcasts because somebody else is doing a podcast nobody is y'all though mm-hmm. nobody has the um the strength to do what you guys are doing right mm-hmm. it's because y'all have that it's the person and this is another thing i always say in business, nobody is buying the actual business. Nobody's actually buying the product. Mm-hmm. They're buying you as a person. <laughs> if they don't like you, yeah. they're not going to buy from you, yep. you know? But another thing, too, I struggled with my mental health crazy. Like, when I say crazy, I have to really... And I talk about this on my social media, too. I'm, like, so transparent about it because I really don't care. And this is another thing. This ab culture, mm-hmm. the day I started, like, talking out, is when I thought I said it, it's ended because every single person that joins my program, I don't care what you're going through. You're not, I, I don't want you to hide your, I don't want you to hide away from it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The reason why you're going through that and what you're doing and all that you're doing, you're changing yourself. You're changing your life. You're doing all of those things and do not shy away from what you're doing just because of what you think somebody else will say. Mm-hmm. Cause we have the app culture. Yeah. It's true. Like it's like, Oh, somebody is struggling. Damn. This person is going through some mental health stuff. Nobody could talk about it. Why? Because, Oh, that person is just dealing with it or that person is crazy. Yeah. Oh, this person is that. No, we don't do that. Yeah. No, but I talk about it. I'll be like, listen, I, my company, we, we service a thousand people yeah. this past i opened up premiere started january 1st of 2021 since january 1st of 2021 2021 we service 700 plus people in the united states we're in Mashallah. four different countries and now uh, we're at a uh, 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 thousand mark so we have 1000 wow. actual clients i don't want to hear it 
you can literally Mashallah. whatever you set your mind to mm-hmm. i swear to god you could do it you could literally do it and it's it's not stopping here inshallah it's gonna go even further but the message is not to shy away from the problems that you're having don't suffer in silence and shying away from competition yeah. like jay-z i was watching like a, a video and jay-z said something about it was him and kanye west dropping yeah. an album mm-hmm. and he was like yo people are mad at me for trying to compete at the end of the day you shouldn't be scared to compete no like i i like other po- i love listening to other podcasts but i'm yes i learn from them you know what i mean but at the mm-hmm. end of the day if i'm in a room with somebody who's doing the exact same thing as me it's, it's yeah. support it's love and it's also competition but also you know what competition breeds right if there if there wasn't other people around lebron james that are constantly challenging lebron james lebron wouldn't be lebron he'll be like a regular yeah. he wouldn't get better you know what i mean iron if goats talk if we are the only podcast out there yeah. then there isn't any other podcast for us to motive there's nothing to motivate us to get better we're gonna mm. be so mundane exactly. so boring we could come on here talk about whatever we want interview anybody we want we could j- I-, I could just sit in front of this camera and not say nothing and yes. just post it right because there's no other podcast that's i know true. there is no other podcast in the entire world that's doing this it's just us but because but because there's competition and yeah. there's because there's other people and because there's people above us, people that are just getting started, people that are right where we are, mm-hmm. like it allows for us to compete and allows for us to want to get better and want to get better and want to get better. I feel like I feel like it all stems with pride, where it's just like, yo, I just want my flowers for just doing something. Mm-hmm. Where like if I'm in a room with ten people that are doing the exact same thing, and I have to stand out by just being better than everyone, that requires too much work. So I'd rather be in a room by myself getting my flowers. And that's the problem, mm-hmm. you know, that's the that's the core problem, because I always say and I say this all the time, like you cannot compete where you do not compare because nobody compares to you. OK, like I'm going to say that you again. Just drop gems. You know, I really we have so many gems tonight. Model, model, clip that. <laughs> say that one more time. I said you can't compete where you do not compare because nobody compares to you. So like and the thing about competition is there's a healthy way of competing Mm -hmm. and there's a toxic way of competing. When you're competing with other people and you're looking at other people's success and saying, I will never get there, Mm -hmm. da da da, all those things. I'm gonna try to beat this person. The reason why I'm starting this business, hence why ninety nine point nine percent of businesses fail because of like when they start it without having a passion for like not really a passion, but wanting to start it on their own. Mm -hmm. Um, Hence why they fail is because they want to compete with people that already put thought and effort into it. Imagine, but in like actually taking it in and actually competing because I compete with myself. Mm. I don't look at what I did yesterday. The numbers I did yesterday, I want to look at myself and say, listen, quarter one, I did this, but Mm. quarter two, it's not going to be like quarter but, one. And I feel like, yeah, like the thing you is know? growing on your failures. Yeah. Like I feel like people are afraid to fail. But then like when you're really good, in, when you get good at a craft, oh you realize God, that, you yo, so I'm going to fail all the time. But you see that as growth. I you want, know what I mean? I want to tell you guys a part of the my current business right now, something that I actually did. So I was switching softwares, right? Mm-hmm. This was like around the time that I was getting married. I got married last year, March. But then around Not the time sure. that I was getting married. And I was so stressed out with like so many different things, so many different clients, all of those things that I was switching softwares in the middle of my wedding too. like it's in the week of my wedding. Um, and then I forgot to like transfer over two clients and like I just lost track of it. Didn't even look back in May or June. I caught it. I literally caught that. And I was like, oh, my God, they've been paying monthly since March. I haven't done anything on their report. I haven't done nothing at all. They haven't gotten updates because we, um, you know, monthly I do updates with them. I talk to my clients. Mm -hmm. I was like, I called them. And you know what I did? I told them the truth. I was like, listen, this is what happened. I know we haven't spoke. They were like, oh, no, we we just thought you were just working on. No, I have not been. But here's the thing. I'm going to refund you all of the money that you paid. And you get free services for the rest of my programs. I don't care how long it is. I don't care from even if I have brand new programs, you guys will always have it. You have to be willing to actually take those things that you did and just, you know, figure out like this is you have to solve it. It's problem solving. You can't hide from it. People will do something and they'll hide from it, you know, or like they won't accept it. I will. I'm accountable to anything. Tell me I'm wrong. And I'll be like, okay, what did I do wrong? Okay, what should I have done? And I'll reflect on that. But a lot of people don't want to take that reflection. For them to be wrong is something that's Bro, like something that they don't want to accept. It's like the conversation we had with Zainab. Mm-hmm. Remember how you're like political science majors. Once they graduate, they realize, yo, I don't know anything about 
like political like the whole and like the whole yeah. political mm-hmm. science situation so we're gonna go teach somewhere mm-hmm. else right i feel like the more you learn something yes the more you realize yo i don't know anything yeah. and that humbles you yep and i don't know a lot of people get into fields like like you said i'm gonna make mm-hmm. shoes and i'm gonna compete with nike Mm-hmm. they've never been humble before yeah and the moment they get their first setback it's like man this is lame it's not even worth it i'm but in reality it's like yo that failure is what's going to make you better and, and this is another thing too it's like right now i work with credit right that's one part of mm-hmm. my program there's other parts of the you know premier starter that we actually do but the main majority is personal credit i'm dealing with the bureaus and I think this is another thing that people need to know. It's like there's a lot of credit repair companies out there that give you that false hope, that target individuals that look like us mm-hmm. um, to believe something that's not true. So people will get on a call with me and say, hey, Asia, I need to purchase a car. The real story, y'all. Somebody told me they wanted to purchase a Mercedes in 45 days. I said that's not possible. <laughs> I a, th- a Mercedes? No, seriously. Wow. A Mercedes Did they give you their credit days. number and everything? Or no, no, no. Because you can't... And this is another thing. So you cannot charge without providing a service. So like the person... And this is something that a lot of people don't do. A lot of credit repair companies don't do, but it's actually illegal for you to charge without providing a service. So like nobody can take money from you until you provide an actual service mm-hmm. to the person. And that goes for every single month. So like that's why I I gave back the money because like, First off, I shouldn't even have charged those clients, yeah. right? Because it's illegal. Like, I didn't provide a service for them. Yep. Th- but that's besides the point when it g- goes back. But, you know, like, all of... um, And I lost my train of thought. This is what happens when you just talk into talk. Um, this is what happens with the no, Mercedes. Mercedes. This is what happens when you're passionate. 45 days. Yes. This is what happens when you're passionate. Yes, yeah. but 45 days. And I was telling this client, I'm like, no, this is not how it works. Oh, I seen an ad on Instagram. I bet anybody seen an ad on Instagram talking about 30 to 45 days, your credit is going to be fixed. Like, that's not possible. That's oh, not wow. true. They wanted their credit fixed in 30 to 45 because days. Because they see all of these ads and yeah. things like people are like actually lying to them because it's not true, you know? So I had this truth, like this Marketing. conversation with this client. And I said, listen, until you're mentally ready to join my program and mm. commit yourself to at least six months to a year, because, and the, to be honest, it might not take six months to fix your credit, right? It might be four months that you're in the program, then you're out. It might be at the six months mark and you might, you know, see whatever, but I can't legally make any promises to you because I'm not the bureaus. Mm-hmm. I'm not the creditors. All I can do is really just take the law, which is the fair credit reporting act and actually fight those for you because I know the law off the back of my hand and really challenge those things that are on your credit report. But there are things that I tell people like, you know what? 80% last, I think I don't want to quote the numbers, but there is this article that I was reading too about 80% of like actual credit reports have inaccuracies. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I tell people just read your credit report, view your credit report, learn how to read a credit report. It doesn't even have to be where you have bad credit. But just to learn about it, you know. But that client had a rude awakening for real. But they did mm. join the program. <laughs> yeah. You know. Did they get but the bends? <laughs> they working on it. She gave a confidentiality it. agreement. You can't talk about year, it. Bro. In the year, you, know, you get the bends. We don't know which, what year. Yeah, anybody in Southside, they got a bends. We, we know, don't find we out. We still yeah. laugh about it till this day. Yeah. And they're like, I cannot wait till I actually tell the story to everybody. I said, I can't wait for you to do so too, because you know. But it's the you know, it's the way that we were positioned for a while you know um how is it how is it having a business where you where your first point of contact with seeing people go from like a state of yo like damn yo i need to get my credit fixed to Mm -hmm. yo like i did it like being with them on that journey how is it it is amazing but also there's parts that i changed in my program too because what i realized is the individuals i was working with the people the education that they had around personal finances, money, ma- money management, money mindset, all of those. A lot of the clients I was working with are scared of credit. They're, you know, so what I learned is the maintaining part of credit. That was the problem. It wasn't even about getting your credit to the right place. Mm-hmm. The same clients, this was back in 2019, came back to me in 2020 with bad credit again because they got their credit repaired. They got everything. They maxed out those cards. They had collection accounts. And then I asked myself, I said, I see you really failed these people, even though like I shouldn't have put that blame on myself. I really did because I didn't do my part 
into and that's why I changed every all the whole concept in my whole programs I changed it because the concept now is financial growth mm -hmm. it's about sustaining your personal credit and maintaining it so you know um and now they're doing much better but then that's the the journey of it now it's like you know it's amazing like I see people go from 460 credit scores to like 750 and they're buying their homes i did walkthroughs of houses and like i'll see them buy their own cars i'll see them put their kids as authorized users a lot of somali parents now are putting their kids as authorized users on their credit cards to boost their credit scores That's i have amazing. one of my clients who has four kids and the youngest is 12 who has a 700 score right now and she's teaching them about credit so it's like really like that whole mm -hmm. um you know it, it's fulfilling it's yeah. like a passion like i love what i do sometimes it gets overwhelming because like the amount of people you have to work with but the building the business part is the stressful part it's mm. not about working with the clients not about the work i do it's the actual business that's, aspect that's, Masha, that's an amazing yeah. place to be so speaking about kids and yeah. uh the youth and stuff like that i'm i'm looking this up right now mm -hmm. it says um on on this uh this article right here that from 18 to 24 year olds mm -hmm. right now 74% of them yeah. don't know about credit, they don't. what credit is, nope. how to grow their credit, stuff like that. Yeah. So, Mohammed, me, is 18, mm -hmm. just out of high school. Yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to give me a credit card, build my credit. What advice would you give me? Number one, I would tell you to steer away from these credit cards from Wells Fargo and these secured cards that they give you like right when you get out of high school into college. Like they're pushing on orientation day to get a Wells Fargo credit card that's secured to put $200 of your own money in it, but they don't give you no type of education that's on it. You know, and it's not only Wells Fargo, but I've seen Wells Fargo on mainly like 80% of my clients' credit reports. So <laughs> we beefing right now. Um, but then, uh, you know, um, but it's, uh, you know, with, uh, with, you could say with credit, and an 18 year old to 24 year old starting, you're not learning it in school. You're not learning it in college or university. So the first thing I want you to do is YouTube university. That's it. YouTube university. Everything that's on YouTube and TikTok right now, if you search a hashtag credit, hashtag credit help, hashtag all of that, just educate yourself on researching. Let research be your best friend. That's number one. Number two, you know, um, read about read about the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Go and search up Fair Credit Reporting Act, FCRA, um, and go on the actual government, the CFPB. So it's that's the um, you could search up the name of CFPB. It's like train of thought is like losing, um, but the CFPB, and you could really go and actually, um, you know, search and do your research on that. Number one is do not. Ask your parents. That's number one, too. Ask your parents, um, you know, what type of card do you guys have? Are you guys building your credit? Are you guys doing that stuff? Ask them to be an authorized user or your siblings or your cousin, whatever. Somebody who has a good credit score. Number two, make sure you're making your payments all on time. Don't go into collections. Don't do any of that. A lot of 18 to 24-year-olds are just now getting out of school. They have student loans. Make sure you're understanding what happening to your student loans make sure you're contacting your student loan loans um, servicer or provider um and making sure that you're getting into some type of arrangement you know and may doing may that. is coming up yes so doing and, and it's come may is coming up so make sure you guys are getting into that income driven plan okay the income driven plan is something so you wait, can wait. also do that what, what was is that, that plan the income driven plan. Yeah. That's the plan that you get into for student loans. If you cannot afford the whole entire payment. Okay. So contact your loan servicer before then, you know, um, and just like understanding the, the number one thing before you even get a credit card, before you do anything, understand what credit is 35, 30, 15, 10, 10, 35 of your credit is payment history. Make sure you're paying your bills on time. Make sure you have all of your, you know, everything is tracked on track. Right. 30% of your credit is utilization of your credit cards. If you do have a credit card, make sure your utilization is low. 15% is your credit age. So like if you have a card, don't close it. A lot of people do this thing where they close their cards. Don't close your cards. You know, if it's a brand new card, ask for a credit limit increase. If you have a secured card, ask for an unsecured, you know, call the bank and say, hey, from secured, could I go unsecured? Um, you know, and then 10% of your credit is mixture of credit. 
a lot of the times 18 to 24 year olds they have student loans get yourself something else and then another 10 is credit inquiry stop pulling your credit i think that's what hurts a lot of people people have good credit they have 670 700 and they're running and they're like you know applying for all these cards and lending and stuff like that and it's a problem so yeah that's like the biggest thing so like 35 30 15 10 10 that's the biggest thing so i hope that i hope that helped that gave them a little <laughs> no that was, a, that was an amazing rundown yeah so basically go to youtube amazing. before you do anything yes please and then talk to your parents and then also no not just talk to your parents have that conversation with your parents you know have really. a convo with them yeah really credit card with your parents yeah and then if they don't know anything about it also follow me on instagram you know Yes, What's your Instagram? at Asia, A-C-E-Y-A-A, or Premier Starter at Premier Starter. So, yeah, and just do that because I give out a lot too. Um, another thing that I, first of all, that was amazing. Okay. Thank you so much for you're that. Welcome, um, welcome. I'm taking like mental notes. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, I'm going to watch this entire episode my damn self. I have to be like, secured, not secured, stay away from all that. Um yes. But there's, um, I'm not going to lie to you, there is a lot of skepticism yes. around this financial building, yes. um, credit building, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, you know, the common theme is lack of information, right? Yes. But also, I believe that there's a lot of people who are liars. Yes. They're lying and they're here and they're just on social media. They're doing this. They're doing that and saying, join my program and... Yeah. Um, you know, I'll change your life and you'll be a millionaire no. within a hundred days mm-hmm. or some crazy stuff <laughs> like that. Um, honestly, I just I feel like well, I just sitting here with you and yeah. simply just having this conversation with you, like yeah. me and you have never met before. <laughs> no, we never. This did. is um, this is honest first to God time for all first of us. First time that we've yeah. all met, mm-hmm. had a conversation, anything. Yeah. Um, I truly, truly believe that like it's legit and it <laughs> works. And I'm about to join this, my damn <laughs> self. I'm about to go sign up and, and be. In, I'm serious. Well, lie. Um, <laughs> but it's also it's it's important for for us to nurture. You know, we can we can complain all we want about yeah. like the things that are going wrong in our yeah. community and oh this is wrong with some white people that's right yeah, 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 right. But for if if you so gangster about it and if you care so much about it, like then speak go up speak up about it. But also mm-hmm. go invest in or go mm-hmm. be a part of or go shout out. Or go show love to, to businesses like this yes. that are actually doing positive stuff. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have a million, I have a million and one one ideas. Well, I um, I got I got kids that that I kind of mentor at the the Brian Coyle Center. So I would love yeah. for us to make that connection, stuff like that. that. And I do that though, you know. I know you I you do already do it. do it, of course. I do. Of and course. tell me when when to come. And Inshallah. like, if there's people who are listening that have like nonprofits and things like that, like. Um, you know, I'm about to, you know, do some seminars and stuff with Tusala, um, mentoring, mm-hmm. shout out to them. And they're doing a lot, you know, I worked a lot with motivation for the streets, yes. reviving sisterhood. Big There's shout so out many, to them, yep. there are so many different people that I've actually partnered with. Another thing that people shy away from is partnership. You don't have to be the best at everything, but you're good at something. Mm-hmm. So like stick to whatever you're good at, you know, um, and just give your gift away. Like there's no reason why you should. Like you always say, gatekeep mm-hmm. things I don't like because it's not, it's not, it's not worth it. You know, especially when it comes big. to this. Another thing I will tell people to look out for too is things like that. You know, when people are promising too much, if you go to any of my stuff, you will always people are like, well, why should I sign up if you can't promise me results? Well, you have a six month money back guarantee. So yeah. like you sign a contract, an actual legal contract. So like I'm not going to sit here and tell you oh, you're going to get into a 750 score because in like this amount of time, because I personally don't know myself. So how am I supposed to actually tell you that, you Mm. know? Um, So like a lot of the times people will come into the programs and really expect, they expect like little to nothing. First off, a lot Mm -hmm. of the people who join my program, it's a mindset thing. Like when I talk to them and I tell them like, you know, it's a two way street. I work and you work, we work together. And I swear to you, it's going to work. But the moment I tell you, and I put a number on there or the length of time, because that's the frequently asked questions. Number one, how long is it going to take? That's the number one question. And my answer every single time is nobody is going to know until somebody reviews your report Mm. and they could give you a rough estimate but nobody could actually give you an actual estimate. Mm-hmm. It takes on average because, you know, there's a whole report that showed that 54% of people, like people of color, had either fair to low credit. That's mm-hmm. like 
millions and millions of Americans just in 2022, 26 million Americans had poor credit. Wow. So like when you say poor, you're talking 570. You want to get to 700. That's like 200 points. That's not overnight. This your credit didn't happen overnight. So I think a lot of people have to take a step back and ask themselves like this is not something that happened, mm-hmm. you know, credit overnight. Yeah. Credit health seems almost as if it's like physical health. Mm-hmm. Whereas, it's, like, if you're like almost at the gym, where it's like, yo, yeah. I, people come to you, how long is it going to take me to get these abs? Yep. And it's like, you know what, we don't know yet. You know what it is? And it's a consistent problem that we have on everything from education to entrepreneurship mm-hmm. to building mm-hmm. your credit to working out and building your body. Um, Insta gratification. It is. We yeah. got to get rid of insta gratification. It like, is. the more that you can buy into the process of things in your life instead of the outcomes of things in your mm-hmm. life, then you'll, you'll just fall in love with the work. You'll fall it in love is. with doing it actually instead of like you know con- like they come to you be like how long is this gonna take i'm trying yeah. to buy this i'm trying to get this ah, ah, ah but it's more about the process and they'll obviously. be ready like they'll be like okay i'm, I'm ready i'm gonna take it and then three months hits, but like, i see this is taking so long it's been like <laughs> five months already i'm like no it's this actually only been three <laughs> and it's only been two rounds and, two the, rounds. and then the process thing too like going back to the gym where it's like yeah. you talked about maintenance where it's like, yo, people can get the abs, right? You got yeah. the abs. Grand, congratulations, you got abs in six yes. months. Now, though, are you gonna stick with that diet? You know what I'm saying? You, are you gonna keep going to the are gym? Are you gonna keep, you know, taking care of yourself? Or are they gonna go back? That's the problem with credit. A lot of people don't want to maintain it. It's and I tell them it's a journey of a lifetime. They're like yeah. lifetime. Lifetime. You know, <laughs> 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 they be like, what? Yeah. And I be telling them. But you can't go and pull your credit 50 times. You got good credit. You're ruining your credit for me. I see Why you, are you doing that? You're definitely you know? a goat in my eyes. Well, yes. you're definitely a goat. Yes. There's a couple There's a couple other things that I'm going to tell people. Look out for things like that. Make sure nobody's charging you thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, talk to your parents. I see a lot happening in the community. Right now, there are people who do work on credit in the community. MashaAllah, that's great. Um, but then a lot of people don't really know what they're doing. Um so just watch out for that. So, okay. So we do this with um, we do this with everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And honestly, Wallahi, I'm excited to hear the answer to this question. Just simply from, from how we've talked about how we talked and how motivated you are. Mashallah, 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 Tabarakallah. Oh yeah, watching at home, y'all better say Mashallah, bro. Before I come find y'all, but Mashallah, um, Mashallah. Inshallah, in a year's time, we want to have you back, yeah. right? Um, we want to have all of our guests back, but. Especially <laughs> you would have you back, um, but in a year's time, inshallah, we'll have you back, and hopefully, we'll be we'll be looking a little bit different um, with with your financial consultation, inshallah. We're gonna be up. <laughs> now we can pay for the makeup artist. We and can stuff. make up for because we we're gonna have an LLC. We have a virtual assistant. <laughs> yeah, we gonna be up. You know said, <laughs> you see me using vocabulary I just oh learned right God. away. I told, by the way, I told him I was just like, yeah, my virtual assistant. He said, virtual assistant. <laughs> I was like, is that a real person? Is that a little, the little icon in the bottom, the little uh, stapler? You have mail. Yeah, I said, I got a team. Yeah. So, inshallah, we'll be looking a little bit different. And I know yeah. for a fact, inshallah, you'll you'll have new ventures and be doing yeah. amazing stuff. In a year's time, where do you see yourself? A year's time. Woo. March second, twenty twenty three. Inshallah. So my goal for, and I'm just going to say this just to say it, mm-hmm. like, you know, the humbleness in me is going to kind of, I want Premier Starter, Inshallah, to become a seven-figure company. That's, that's the goal. Um, and it's not just the money aspect of it, but pouring back into the community. I'm looking to fund. So right now, Starter Grant, um, I'm giving away the Starter Grant to my Starter community of $1,500 on Saturday. So you guys can come and celebrate with us. So it's mm. going to be the first Premier Starter celebration. It's on Sunday? So you guys can, Saturday. Saturday? Yeah, so you guys can meet a couple of um, people. But then I'm looking to give away over $50,000 and a hundred thousand in 2023 so like fifty thousand dollars this coming year so that's my goal i want my company to fund and be the funder of a lot of the programs that mm. are going on right now and looking to fund black bro that is so mm. different from yes. a lot of a yes. lot of people. i love that because majority <laughs> I love of time that. it's like yes. yo how do we get money? How are we, we can get finally money? say fuck the government grants? <laughs> We're gonna go. I see it, guys. <laughs> oh my God. No, seriously, and just bringing them, bringing um, more into the community. So, like, um, especially here in Minnesota, 
Uh, because you know like I did the growth conference last year with mm-hmm. top, team top figure shout out to them Big and like out. we had a huge thing but just like growing the growth conference making sure that that's huge making sure that we're bringing so much more information mm-hmm. into the community and just giving literally my goal is to really give out mm-hmm. make sure that premier starter hits a set goal um, of seven figures inshallah in 2023 but then also to give back into the community mm-hmm. as well to pour oh, into amazing. Right. and to pour into businesses amazing. but yeah when you when you doing that giving part, let me know where you yeah. where you finna be at so I can be there. It was so, there. So, <laughs> so, so, so I can have my hand out when you doing that giving. So I'll be like Saturday we're giving away. There's seven recipients right now, mashallah, um, seven mashallah. different businesses right now that actually there were 62 applicants, seven were actually chosen. I said due to conflict of interest, I'm not the one that's picking it. So mm-hmm. every time I'm picking and choosing like people, you know, like different judges to actually pick, but their applications it literally made tears in my eyes just reading it earlier today because it's like you could see the passion in other people and just you just need that one person to believe in you that's all you need just that one person to believe and like that's why i have my membership program for like literally my membership is like i think like 27 dollars a month people come we spend every single morning together monday wednesday and friday every other fridays you know i could care less about anything else but making sure that the people who come one of them said that my whole mindset changed Asia because I'm mm. literally consistently talking with you. And that's just the goal. Making sure that we impact more lives. You know? and that's why you picked the Jay-Z conversation over the 100,000. Yeah. Yes, sir. And that's why she <laughs> is a GOAT. Thank you so much Thank for you. being on the show, Asia. That was fun. Um, Please quickly go ahead and give yourself a shout out like once again so everybody knows where to follow you, yes. where to take part in your business and all of that. Yes. Um, Go ahead. Okay. So Asia. So Instagram is A-C-E-Y-A-A. Um, my company's Instagram is Premier Starter. It's P-R-E-M-I-E-R. And then Starter. I call all of you guys starters. That's my starters. Okay. 